It's been a long time coming. We've been in hibernation, but welcome back to another episode of State of the Union. Putting on the pounds for the hype <laughs> winter. <laughs> is that is that like in reference to the fact that nothing good is coming out soon? So we're just kind of stocking up. We're storing all our energy right now. We're getting ready for the winter. Yeah, we stored all our all our good like summer pickups and that's what we look to for the next like coming months we're just like boy remember those cool gray fours mm. <laughs> listen i don't need you to release anything new my hype will keep me warm i'll burn that fat Ooh, yeah baby well speaking of what's coming out in the future today we're back with another one of our legendary world known episodes where we do the rewind and fast forward today we're going to look back at what came out in september maybe what we grabbed and we're going to look forward to what's coming out in October, what we're looking forward to grabbing. And, uh, I mean, we know we're a little bit late. We're already halfway through the month, but life happens. Deal with it, people. We're running a podcast, okay? Yeah, we're running the podcast, not the country. <laughs> I would argue that no one is. All right, let's get into this episode real quick. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. <laughs> and I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. Political hot takes. Let's do an episode. Yo, for real. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Tanner, what's up? What's been going on with you? Let's talk about let's talk about why we've been gone for a little while. At least from this, we've been you know present in our lives. But yeah. what's been going on with you? What's been keeping you busy? Well, since you've been gone, uh, a lot has uh ooh yeah thank you a lot a lot has happened. Uh, <laughs> I not only finished my seventh course in my grad program, I actually started my eighth course so i'm like about less than a year now less than a year left um so i've just got a couple more classes and then a a a beefy little thesis project so that's rocking and rolling super stoked about that um and for my little break i pretty much did nothing (laughs) oh nice hey you gotta kick back sometimes oh yeah i think i bought an xbox (laughs) Uh, you think like what did it just show up one well, day? No, well, I I definitely bought it, and I'm pretty sure I bought it during that break, <laughs> um, because I was like, man, I want to play Red Dead Redemption two, and uh, they're never gonna release it to PC. Like they're they're not gonna do it. Oh. So I I bought an Xbox on Facebook Market, and then like probably maybe like three four weeks after I bought it, they announced that they're porting Red Dead oh. Redemption two to Steam, <laughs> no. and I was like. Well, I just made a beefy purchase, so I guess I'm sticking to my guns. Um, You're not going to try and sell it again? No, it's fine. I'm I'm okay with it. Like, if if there's games that are now essentially, like, console exclusive, um, I have an Xbox to to play it on. So, eh, it's whatever. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and I, I, I went to go see Grand Funk railroad with my dad in mississippi <laughs> my i think my favorite part of going to these like seeing these old bands is that they only play in casinos now um uh, because oh yeah 100 percent. yeah uh well my dad likes to gamble and by gamble i mean he likes to play the roulette table and by play <laughs> the where where is this episode going i don't need your family life but 
I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm getting concerned. Okay, yeah. go ahead and continue. Just don't don't get dark on me here. No, no, it's fine. He plays the roulette table, and he only plays either like plays like bets on black, bets on red, and he bets like twenty dollars at a time. Um, and there, okay. while there's other people on the table betting like thousands of dollars at a time, but my dad puts oh, his twenty dollars okay. on, and he walks away from the table. He can't. He can't oh. bear to want to watch. And, <laughs> and it's so funny to watch his like overreaction to betting twenty dollars against all these thousand dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there's people betting like, I mean, like five to ten thousand dollars spreading across the board, and they're just like, whatever. They just lost it in one spin. They're just like, okay. Uh, so that's like my favorite favorite part. But uh, so yeah, how do wow. how do how do decent amount of stuff finally i'm usually the one who's just like huh, i was at my house <laughs> so had had some fun what what about you we we've been we've been gone for a little bit of time what have you been up to where have you been well for me i might be a large part of the reason of why we've been gone for a little while we had an episode planned but just had stuff come up in my personal life so i've been gone the past three weekends i was in chicago two weeks in a row uh Two weekends in a row. The first weekend, uh, Amanda and I were supposed to go to a Chance the Rapper concert, and then he ended up postponing that tour because he's having a kid. I guess he just found out and <laughs> the baby was born this month. I, I don't know. I thought you got like a nine-month heads up on those sort of things, but I guess he just found out, and maybe things- this is his first kid. He didn't know how big of a responsibility. Oh, wait, no, never mind. He he had a kid already. I guess, I guess he knew it. I don't know. I don't know why we had to postpone at the last minute. I mean, I get that he wants to be there. You know, he probably made the right decision, but you know, maybe don't plan a tour. Yeah. I just my take on it. Yeah. But also while we were there, Kanye was supposed to do well, Kanye did a listening party for his new album that's maybe dropping whenever. I was not able to get tickets to it, but that's another thing that happened. I mean, you were in a I mean, you were around some pretty cool stuff. I was both I was in the vicinity of Chance and Kanye at the same time, so that was great. And then just this past weekend, Amanda and I went to uh, Austin, Texas for Austin City Limits. Got to see Denzel Curry, nice. uh, Lizzo, Billie Ooh. Eilish, Childish Gambino. How, really good. Really how, good all around. How was Billie Eilish? I know nothing about her other than <laughs> uh, edgy teens like her. Well, you're definitely not wrong. Um <laughs> Her live performance did nothing for me. I didn't realize that I was very much outside of her target demographic until I showed up to her audience to watch her. And I was like, oh, I'm not the target audience here. Really? I feel like that's up there with. I also feel like you not knowing you're not Billy Eilish's target audience is chance <laughs> being surprised that his second child is being born. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I wasn't. <laughs> It's not that I was it's not that I was that surprised when I got there. It's just that I'd never put the time in to think about like what is Billie Eilish's target demographic. I was yeah. just like, "Oh, this is a good album. It's done well." I never really stopped and take took a step back and thought, <laughs> "Is this album meant for me?" And it's clearly not, but it's a good album. It's still good. Okay, uh, that's good. On that note, Lizzo and Childish Gambino both had incredible sets. Oh, that I was can great. I can just about imagine Lizzo is definitely now top of who I want to see play live. As soon as I can't remember what it was. I think it was like the VMAs or MTV music awards when she was playing like the flute and like twerking and singing. I was just like, yep. I, I got to see this girl. All that. She's I got to see it. I don't know 
why, but it's the best thing I've seen in my entire life. I'll tell you just a quick story from ACL, and then we'll move into the episode. I swear, if you're listening to this episode, we're about to talk about just shoes. Just shut up and listen to me talk about Lizzo for like a minute here. <laughs> um, the first weekend of ACL that she played a stage, I guess she got booked for uh, ACL before she really blew up and probably before Truth Hurts came out. So she was booked on a stage that was probably appropriately sized for where she was at in her career. That is to say she was not on one of the main stages. And I heard that the first weekend that she did ACL, she was on a small stage next to a main stage. uh, And there were performances going on on the main stage at the same time as her set. And her crowd was leaking over into the main stage. So there were people at the main stage with their backs to the stage watching Lizzo. So yowzers. That's pretty wild. But anyway, second weekend, which is when we went, she was playing that same smaller stage, but the main stage, they had no one playing, but they had her video also projected onto that stage and her (laughs) music was coming out of those speakers as well. So she wasn't stepping on anyone's toes, but she was basically playing two stages. So that's pretty cool to see. Good for Lizzo. Glad to see that she's coming up. Speaking of coming up, let's talk about, well, not what's coming up. Let's talk about what came out already in September. I know. I set you up for a segue, and then I didn't spike the volleyball. It just kind of fell at my feet. My dad (laughs) yelled at me from the stands. (laughs) I almost got whiplash how quickly back I came to the mic. I was so excited. (laughs) Let's talk about uh, September. What happened? You know, what did we pick up? Any good release stories? So starting a... Semi-chronologically from the top of the month, one of the first things that happened in September, there was a new round of colorways on the Nike Sakai waffles. There was a black and gray one. There was a mostly white one. And then there was one that was sort of purple, greenish, yellowish, which the internet is affectionately calling the Barney colorway. And it's not wrong. No, that was very accurate. So uh, those released earlier in September... I entered the sneakers and stuff raffle, the end raffle, and then I tried to enter the raffle on Nike sneakers app the day of, and I couldn't even enter the raffle. They were so flooded with traffic. So that was about the end of my experience. I don't know what it was like for you. Uh, About the same. I, I tried the, I only tried the sneakers um and it was it my phone I felt like was a thousand degrees. It was trying to just run this <laughs> one app. Um, but I, I guess I should have known that with the, the hype that is around them deservedly. So that it was going to be way more difficult, but I kind of, I was like, well, maybe cause the colorways are a little bit, uh, more tame than kind of the first batch. You know, you had, like you said, there was a kind of black and gray. Then there was the kind of like, like triple white almost, and then they had kind of that purple. I was like, well, maybe with these colorways, people won't be super hype on them. Again, like mm-hmm. almost every time I see a shoe, uh, I'm absolutely wrong about the hype. <laughs> yeah, well, that might have been safe to assume maybe the first time they came out. Because I remember the first batch of waffles. At the time, the entire internet speculated that the Blazers were going to be the more popular shoe. But I think once people had the popularity of the first round of waffles sort of in mind. And they saw how that went these next three colorways, they could have been any color and people just knew that it was going to be a hype shoe and it was going to sell and it was going to be gone very quickly. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that on that day, the Nike sneakers app 
actually turned into a time travel app and turned my phone into the iPhone 4. That's basically <laughs> kind of how it ran for a little while there. It's just slow and sluggish. And I was like, wow, I didn't know they had this technology. That's impressive. Ah, Nike with the time travels. Very cool. But speaking of technology, Nike must have adapted all their technology into Ooh. the Adapt Harachis that also came out not Ooh. that long ago. Yeah, these are, I think we talked about these. I think we've mentioned the uh, Adapt Harachis before. Yeah, I think we talked about these in the last episode, and it was looking forward to them coming out in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, True. I think my point of view was just that I was excited to see Adapt technology getting put into a lifestyle shoe. Hopefully the price point comes down in the future. Definitely did not come down on the adapter. Oh. They sold for $350, but they still sold out. So people obviously want them. Yeah. I think when you, when you put kind of the auto lacing and uh, the, the adapt technology, it's going to, it's going to get crazier. Like Nike is going to, I think they're going to keep putting money into this, especially now that I think PJ Tucker um has worn them in a game uh they're just they're, they're getting so much hype uh that they're they're just going to keep putting them in more shoes i think not only is it going to be in more shoes but i feel like the they're going to find a, a new way to make their that technology like they're going to add something different to it like we were blown away with the uh the auto lacing and then they were like oh well you could download this app and you could change the color you know, it's only like four or five different colors, but you could change the color on the on where the little where it lights up. And people were just like, what is going on? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe, you know, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that down the road, that technology becomes more affordable and a little bit more mainstream. That'd be in awesome. other silhouettes. Touching on something you said earlier, PJ Tucker. Is that true that that's a nickname for him? Because he always gets tucked into bed in his PJs. <laughs> oh, God. I knew it was going to be something. I just, I never know where it leads me to. Or boy, I love just, just ride along for that journey. You know what the problem is that makes me a bad co-host? As soon as I've heard you say something that I can turn into a pun, I tune out everything else you say until it's my turn to talk and I can shoehorn <laughs> my pun into the conversation. That makes me a really bad co-host and... Probably terrible to interview someone someday because I'm either going to tune out the important part of their sentence or interrupt them immediately so I can get the pun out of my head. (laughs) I think that's what makes our dynamic so strong. Oh, that's why the people listen to us. Probably. I actually probably. Yeah, (laughs) that makes more sense. (laughs) Well, moving through September. uh, Next up, the only shoe that I actually picked up in September, the Jordan 4 Mushrooms. Did you have an eye on these? Uh, Yeah, I... I wanted these so bad. And again, like I said, the, I, the hype, I I'm the worst barometer for what hype is (laughs) because we had gone to politics and I remember that we saw them in their display case and I went and I asked an employee, I said, are you doing a raffle for the, uh, mushroom fours? They're like, no, but it is going to be like first come first serve. So I'm like, okay, I like to hear that. Um, and I tried Tell on me more. I tried on their website and almost immediately it was sold out. Uh, but then I was like, well, you know what? That's the website. Politics is, is getting its name out there. So a lot of people go. So I said, I'm going to go to the store like as soon as it opens. But then I was like, Take well, a little trip down to the store. Yeah. Uh, to their Lafayette location. So I send them an Instagram message and I said, Hey, 
Y'all are sold out online, but do you, are y'all still selling the Mushroom 4s at the Lafayette location? And they said, yep. So I said, bet, on my way. I'm maybe 13 minutes after they open their doors. There's already people inside. So I'm like, oh, great. But it's like people trying on mm-hmm. shoes and stuff like that. So not, you know, and they, they had a couple like kids in there, and the, but they were asking for a different shoe. So I'm like, sweet. I tell them, I was like, I need the mushroom fours. I said, uh, I need it in a, in a 12. So, all right, let me go look. So I'm like, okay, cool. So he comes back and he said, the biggest we can do is a 10 and a half. And so I'm looking at him Ooh. with the way he like phrased it. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like he was like, there was only a 10 and a half. I was like, he had looked at me and he said 10 and a half. And I was like, well, I'm a 10 and a half. I was like, but I need like a 12 and in the women's shoe. So he's okay, let me go check. And then he came back and he was like, we only have the biggest we got is a 10 and a half. Um, and at that point in my head, I went, so y'all been open for 13 minutes and y'all sold out of all them shoes. Huh? <laughs> I got, I got, I got, mm. got again. Um, so I definitely wanted them. Um, did not get, but I probably actually will end up picking these up on probably like StockX or goat. Um, the resell on, uh, on that shoe is fairly low. It's not super Mm -hmm. like, you're not going to, you're not paying way over the box price. So, uh, I do want to try, uh, maybe like a woman's 12 on and see how it fits. And then that'll be my judgment Mm -hmm. if I do pick them up. Yeah. And so I'll give you my take on that real quick. Not that you asked me. I doubt that they backdoored any of these because, as you said, the resale is pretty low. So I don't think it was that. My guess more likely is that they got an okay size run, but bigger sizes just go faster. So even when you messaged them and said, are you going to have them? They probably said, yeah, just thinking, yes, we do have this shoe. But those bigger sizes, they probably didn't get as many. And that's what everyone fought over. I Just think my take. by backdoor, I'm not saying they're flipping them for extra price. I think by, by backdoor, either they let the employees have at the sizes or employees, since it wasn't mm. a hype shoe, promised their friends a pair. So by backdoor, I'm not necessarily being okay. that they're flipping it for profit. Uh, I think but yeah. to me, backdoor is either you're flipping it or you promise the shoe to someone else. Um, like I said, I. I went there. Thir- okay, fair even. enough. But like I said, you know, the resale is not super high on them. Uh, so I, I'll definitely end up picking up these at some point this year, probably. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I know we were both itching <laughs> for some mushroom soup. Uh, I went home with an empty <laughs> belly, starving. What about you? Did you eat? Did you eat? Well, if I may, I was indeed fed that day. Uh <laughs> Got lucky on, got lucky on the Nike sneakers app for a. Let me check real quick. What size are these? And oh, these are a twelve. So these are a women's twelve that I was able to pick up uh, on the sneakers app. Just luckily enough. And let me tell you, this is a really good shoe. This is a very nice shoe. I really like this. Uh, the quality of the suede on the upper is good. What's that? Is we still haven't seen each other since I got these. So. We yeah. need to meet up so I can show you these so you can just convince yourself to bite the bullet because we're going to do an episode at the end of the year on best of 2019 and one of the categories is going to be most slept on. I would put this shoe up there in terms of I think it's one of the most slept on because, you know, 
I know the resale on these is pretty low compared to the retail price. And it kind of confuses me a little bit because this is a really solid colorway in my opinion. So that's about all my thoughts on this shoe. The only other thing I'll add is that they come with black laces and I wanted to see what it would look like if they had like sail or off-white colored laces on them. So I didn't have any sail colored laces. So I took a pair of white laces and I dyed them with coffee grounds to get them to a sail color. Mm-hmm. And I've been rocking them and I like them. They look good. I've seen a picture of that. And I think that is definitely the way to go with the uh, those laces for sure. I thought that uh, those like, like you said, off-white or the coffee stained way looks way, way better. Yeah. And so the, uh, the last shoe that came out in September that we wanted to talk about was the Air Max 97 times Nintendo 64 was Nintendo part of this collab. No one really knows. Why is my voice so high getting in this sort of questionable tone? Tanner, save me. Get me out of here. Help. Yeah. Uh, I, they chose Nintendo 64 colors. Um, but nothing to say that this was an official collab, which I'm glad because I don't see why Nike wouldn't partner with Nintendo, um, and, and make a good shoe. There could have been so much more. I think when the, when the internet put this like nickname on it of the Nintendo 64, um, everyone just got really was like, Oh my God, that would be amazing. Um, and then it's just a one. I'm already not a big fan of the 97 to begin with. Um, I put the, I, I think the 97 might be the new Instagram shoe. Ooh, okay. There's a hot take. It's a hot take. Do you remember NMDs? Uh, they were the Instagram shoe. Yeah. Roshis, you know, so I think it's up there. Uh, I, I, the internet put more hype on this than I think I, I would have loved to see a, a actual collab. Uh, cause this was just gray with like red and, and, and blue and green. So could have been more. Yeah, I don't know if Nike ever officially came out and said this was a collab with Nintendo. You can tell it's obviously very heavily inspired by Nintendo in the 64. Um, I don't know if they officially ever came out and said that or if the internet just kind of speculated and gave it that name. But yes, when the shoe officially came out, I have a screenshot, I think, of when it was listed on sneakers. And there's no mention in the description of anything about video games or Nintendo or anything like that. So I think the finished product that we got is a little bit different, I think, than what everyone was expecting and, you know, what we maybe thought was going to be promised by Nike. And I've yet to be able to find any backstory behind was this supposed to be a collab? Did something happen? So I don't know a whole lot of the story behind this shoe, but it definitely seems like there's one. I mean, like you said, there was those images out there. Maybe they tried or maybe Nike was like, Maybe we can like kind of get away with this, and I guess maybe someone saw. And, Who knows? Yeah, we'll never know. Just like how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop. Dang, that's true. I I, don't, I still don't know. This shoe is the Tootsie Pop of shoes. <laughs> Quote him. You heard it here first, folks. Speaking of what you heard here first, let's talk about what's coming out in October, which you probably haven't heard anywhere because it's mid October already. <laughs> Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff. I think. I think there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, we got some more Sakai, um, but the Blazers. So very excited about them, bad boys. Uh, definitely got my eye. Uh, the I guess that predominantly black. I don't really know the colorway, but the 
mostly black, yeah. gray, and white. Uh, I again, like I said, I'm a big sucker. I like the Blazers a little bit more. Um, but yeah, these are mm, such a good shoe. They just keep hitting, hitting hard. These uh, these are not for me, even at the retail price. Not for me. I think I do like the concept of two shoes in one. Obviously, I've talked about the waffle a lot, but for the Blazers specifically, for me, it's that heel cap where they have so many layers on the heel cap, and it's. In my opinion, it's excessive beyond the point of making a point and beyond being kind of funny. It's just excessive for the sake of being excessive. So it's not a shoe for me, but I do think of all the Blazers that have come out so far, uh, the Sakai Blazers, the black colorway is the best one in my opinion. Super clean. Love it. The next shoe to come out in October, uh, that when I put this script together, when we were working on this, I really didn't think we were going to be talking about because we really don't talk too much about the Travis Scott Nike uh, Jordan collaborations just because for me, I haven't found many of them to be that appealing and attractive, maybe save the Jordan four, which I think is a good shoe. Uh, but second week of October, the Travis Scott Jordan six came out and, uh, I accidentally picked up a pair. How about that? <laughs> accidentally stumbled into, uh, the hypest <laughs> collaboration, uh, of the year. I like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I think like we, we've mentioned this, like that this is a shoe that is coming out, but I don't, I don't think either of us really thought that we would ever get a shot at it. Um, and lo and behold, look at that. You really have good luck on shoes that you just like, you're just like, eh, whatever. Like, <laughs> the, like the Sakai waffles, you just walked into politics. I was like, sure, I'll get a, while I'm here, I'll get a, uh, a raffle and you copped. And then same thing, you know, I'm sure you were just like, eh, you know what? Why not? I'm, you know, let, let's hop on the sneakers app and see. And lo and behold, you got good. Well, it's, you know, I, I take it to heart. You said it to me is, you know, you can't win if you never play. So you might as well just shoot the shot. Like even yeah. if you don't want the shoe, even if you think you're not going to get the shoe because of how bad the odds are, if you never enter the raffle, then you definitely never win. So that's what happened. Friday, I entered the sneakers raffle and crazy enough, my name was pulled. I was freaking out at my desk. So I just got them in hand today as we're recording this episode. So we'll do a little bit more in depth of a review on the next monthly milestone episode where we're looking back in October and we typically go more in depth on what we picked up. But in the meantime, if you're just itching, you're just dying to see the shoe. You just got to know what it's about. Uh, check out our Instagram. We'll have a picture of them. When this episode goes live, it's going to be the thumbnail. We did an unboxing earlier today for the first time. Super that fun. Was fun. Maybe we'll do some more of that in the future. Super fun. So keep an eye out. We'll talk a little bit more about this shoe down the road, but just for now, just know that we got them. It was an accident. I don't know how it happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm really sorry. Uh, and then another, like, I, I just keep putting weird shoes on this list. And also it links back to my love for uh, Nike SBs. Uh, the Air Force One uh, low is coming out mm. with a what the. Um, so they're doing a what the New York uh, what the NY? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really have too much to say about this shoe. I'm not a big fan of Air Forces. They feel like they're bricks on your feet. But Ooh. I love any what the collaboration or any what the creation. And I'm hoping this just kind of gives 
a little bit of spark to Nike SB. And they're like, you want to do a third what the dunk? And I'm so, so <laughs> hoping that that's what it is. That is what I'm going to be banking on. Um, and I will lie to myself all the time. <laughs> so for you, this isn't really so much of a I'm looking forward to picking it up, but it's just a I'm looking forward to what this might potentially inspire Nike to do more of in the near future. Yes. Um, and it's, I, I like the, what the collaborations almost in the, I would say probably in the mm-hmm. same vein that you like the, uh, the animal pack and what people really like about uh, the animal pack is it's such, it's such a crazy shoe. It's so wild that you literally, that you, there's nothing in your closet that goes with the shoe. And that's what the shoe is supposed to be. It's supposed to just be super crazy and out there. Um, and that's why I love the, what the, uh, so I hope Nike SB is maybe like, let's do another one or like, I don't know, do a, what the Jordan one do a, what the, mm-hmm. uh, ultra boost, you know, just literally take like the great, like your most hype, pick a piece of that shoe and throw it all together on one shoe. More than likely the internet's going to go crazy. Hang on. Don't be giving out these ideas for free Tanner. Uh, put a verbal trademark on that idea. There you go. That's what we learned from the office. Verbal trademark. You have to respect that. It's legally binding. (laughs) Well, actually, speaking of Nike SBs, that's a good segue into the next shoe here on my list, which is the Night of Mischief Halloween Dunks that are supposed to come out. Uh, I think what I'm reading, the official sneakers release is going to be October 31st, but skate shops might be getting pairs earlier than that. Mm, A little bit of... A little bit of uh, uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a cliche, tacky, Halloween-looking shoe, but a lot of the Nike SBs have been exactly that. I'm debating right now if I want to grab a pair or not. I've kind of been on the fence lately about holiday-specific shoes, like getting a pair of ugly Christmas sweater Nikes that they've done. Oh, yeah. Or any pair of Halloween shoes. I think, you know, as a sneakerhead, they are kind of desirable from the appeal that, like, on that day I can wear them and people are going to be like, Whoa, you have a pair of shoes just for that? Yes, mom. (laughs) But outside of that, am I ever going to actually wear these shoes? Probably not because they're pretty overtly like a Halloween shoe and they're not like, they're not cool enough to pull off the other days of the year, I don't think. So I'm a little bit on the fence about them, but check back on the next episode where I say, well, guys, I did it. I pulled the trigger on these (laughs) shoes that I don't need. So just tune in. That's going to be coming very soon. Look, if I want a Halloween shoe, all I'm going to do is sell one of my kidneys and buy the core lines. That's it. You know, and then I got a Halloween. Oh, hate to break it to you. I don't know if a kidney sells for enough to get a core line. (laughs) Oh, oh, no, I I know that hurts. I don't know what the kidney market is like, but I'm going. I don't know if you could sell a kidney for enough to get a pair of market. I mean, yeah, I think that's the only place to sell them. I don't think there's like a stock X for kidneys. If there (gasps) is, let us know. We don't know about it. Verbal trademark. Stock X for, for organs. <laughs> there could be like different levels. There could be like gently used all the way up to like heavily alcoholic. Like this Ooh. kidney put in work for me. <laughs> it's solid. Reviews. Selling a pair, selling a beater kidney. This was worn to the ground, you know, <laughs> for cheap, cheap. Uh, I think like the last shoe I think to talk about uh, in October is the, Shattered backboards, 3.0s. That's weird. My itinerary says Vaseline Jordan 1s. Are we talking (laughs) about the same shoe here? (laughs) 
Uh, sadly, sadly, yes. Yes, we are talking about the same exact shoe because that's what they look like. I uh, I don't know what Nike was thinking. Um, this <laughs> no is one, one of those. This is one of those things where it's like they were like, "Wow, weird shoes are in. Let's get on this hype." And then people were like, "No, don't please, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> go back, go back." Uh, we'd been talking about this for I think ever since the rumored picks came out about it. You had mentioned that this probably would have went over a little better if maybe they had done like if this wasn't the third version of the shattered backboards yeah that's possible if this was one of the first ones but it's sort of one of those things where it's like there was a very obvious right thing to do in the eyes of the internet when it came to the shattered backboard three you had the shattered backboard you know one that came out people loved it people ate it up if I'm remembering the color blocking correctly, looks a lot like a Jordan 1 bread toe, but just orange instead of red. Yeah, yeah. Then there was the Shattered Backboard 2.0, which was the reverse Shattered Backboard, which looked kind of more like a Jordan 1 Chicago colorway, except again, instead of red, it was orange. Exactly. Accurate. I, I think they had like a, they, they did a satin of the... They did a satin as well. Shattered the original backboard. Shattered Backboard yeah. 1. So we had like a 2.5, I guess you could say. You know, they just yeah. made it was like a, a I think, but I think it was only a women's size run. Um, and yeah, a correct. Shattered backboard 1.0, but satin. Exactly. And so before this, this 3.0 was even announced, the Internet already knew what they wanted the shattered backboard 3.0 to look like. It needed to look like a Jordan one bread or a royal or a shadow that same color blocking, but orange. That's that's all they had to do. I'm getting fired up now because it's because I, I well I think the whole internet is because it's like it was really simple to do the right and obvious thing in the eyes of the internet of like we could not have been more clear about what we wanted. Just take the bread, make it orange. We will eat it up. And so that's you know that idea has been floating around forever. And so when it was finally announced that there was going to be a shatter backboard 3.0, you know mock-up started of basically a bread but it was orange instead of red and everyone was like oh this is what it's going to be and then leaks started to happen of what the shattered backboard 3.0 actually looks like and it was kind of like you know the stages of denial where there was like bargaining and there was grief and there was actual denial who were like no this is wrong this is not it this is not this can't be what it looks like but as we've gotten closer to the rumored or proposed release date it's becoming more and more certain that's what this shoe is going to look like. Yeah. And like, again, with, as you become closer and closer to a release date, uh, all of the disgusts are starting to quiet down. And there's more of the comments of, I'm just kind of growing on me. (laughs) That happens every time there's a shoe like that. I mean, that could very well be what happens with the shattered backboard 3.0. Just to clarify, they got the color blocking correct on the upper the midsole and outsole are both a sale off-white color when I'm going to say what it should be is a white midsole with a black outsole if you're trying to stick true to it. But then the upper is a crinkled patent leather, uh. which I don't believe we've ever seen on a Nike shoe before. They decided this was the time to start experimenting with Hopefully it. Hopefully we never see it again. My Fingers gosh. crossed. Fun fact, the best guess that I'm seeing from the internet 
is that the crinkled patent leather upper is meant to represent shattered glass of a shattered backboard. I mean, here's the thing. It makes sense. Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> I haven't still seen Nike say that. It. I think we're all, I think we're all bargaining. We are trying to justify Nike's decision and say, <laughs> guys, maybe this is what they meant. This is like when Kanye doesn't put out an album and we start defending oh, yeah. this person who definitely does not want what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, I to be honest, I don't mind the sale uh, midsole. I I don't mind it. It's I, not uh, awful. If the upper was a normal leather upper, everyone yeah. would go fine. We'll put up with it. We'll deal with it. Yeah, but they had to go ahead and muck it up. The crinkled patent upper leather. Wait, the crinkled leather. Wait, that's hard to say. <laughs> the crinkled patent leather upper is definitely the main thing that has people upset about this shoe. So. Um, in regards to, are you going to try and get it or not? As of right now, I really don't know. I want to say no, cause I don't think it'll look good and I don't think I'll want to wear it. But if I see enough of it on the internet and I give into peer pressure, or if the resale is really good, we might, you know, we might go for it. We might shoot the shot and enter a raffle. Yeah. If the resale is up there, um, for sure. Uh, other than that, no, definitely not going for them. I'm starting a formal petition on petition.org to rename this shoe the Shattered Dreams 3.0 because, man, we just we could have had it all rolling in the deep like Adele. Uh, I think that would get uh, I would get 10 times the signatures you need. I hope so. Y'all look for me on our sneakers pushing my petition.org agenda in the weekly releases thread. That's where you can find me. Very nice. Now that I've gotten off my soapbox, I suppose that's enough talking about sneakers to uh consider this an episode would you agree i think so i think we co- we covered a lot we did it we did a lot with our rewind and fast forward thanks again for uh tuning in listening to another 40 minutes of us rambling about sneakers <laughs> i mean you knew what you were getting in for if you've if you've made it this far you press i mean play. you had a pretty good idea of what was going to happen here yeah you press play you knew make sure to follow us on all those internet places that you do following uh really just instagram because that's the only place we are right now Tanner, if you want to take any of them up, if you want to be our presence on Twitter and just angrily tweet at Nike, by all means, go for it. Look, I was trying to get the State of the Union Zanga running up, and then I got friggin' banned. (laughs) I got shadow banned somehow. I don't know how that even happened. (laughs) So that's in the the works. Hey, we got stuff coming y'all don't even know about. Well, actually... You, you know about it if you're listening to this episode. It's going to be the thumbnail. Shout out Houston. He did it. Tanner, can we get a quick shout out before we wrap this thing up? Oh, for Houston? Oh, yeah. We we can for sure do that. Uh, here we go. This is to um, a friend. This is to a father. This is to a co-worker. This is to uh-huh. a brother. Does he have siblings? He has siblings. Yep. Yes, a brother. Uh, this is to a husband. And this is to one bomb.com photographer Houston Houston we don't have a problem thank you for being around Uh, all right thanks for listening to another episode of state of the shunion follow us on instagram turn on the post notifications follow us wherever you listen to podcasts Turn on the notifications, like us, leave us a review. Check out shoepodcast.com. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. And I am your co-host, Tanner Young. This is State of the Shunion. Thanks for listening.